Well, welcome everybody. It's the first video, well, technically second video podcast of Colton Brooks Needs Help. Uh, live streamed, first ever live streamed. We lost the other video episode. But I'm joined here today in uh, quarantine from our own separate little fallout shelters hiding away from the Wuhan virus. Uh, my good friend Jake Furco from the great great town of Punxsutawney. Jake, how you doing? Wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. You know, this, I'm honestly like, I'm enjoying, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I'm totally cool with the whole nationwide shutdown quarantine. I've been using, I've been utilizing it to like the, you know, I've been twisting it in ways that has been beneficial, I guess. I've, I've, I've felt more productive than ever in these times. And uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, luckily we're in an area that's not like, getting eaten up by this virus so we don't really get to see the true effects of it you know if i was in like new york i might have a different attitude but you know i'm not that phased granted i don't want the whole summer to get consumed by this (laughs) either yeah i'm in a weird point where i my sleep schedule is completely fucked up and uh i i recently like I've, i've it's so fucked up that I was trying to fix it and I ended up I woke up at like 1 a.m. last night mm-hmm. and I've been up since then. Well, what time did you go to bed at? Uh, I think like 4 in the afternoon from the previous night of staying up. You it, went to bed at 4 p.m. Yeah, it's it's not good. I'm not What the fuck? It, Again, it's it's like I got nothing to go. I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not working yeah. on anything. I got like online classes, but those are usually just blow off stuff. Get yeah. stuff done. I have I have no criticism or hard feelings towards people <laughs> who stay up late because I'm definitely geared towards more of the nocturnal yeah. uh, personality where I do like the nighttime and staying up. And honestly, if it was like a year or two ago, I would be my sleep schedule would be totally fucked from this. But since yeah. I got to work from home and I do have like a morning check in WebEx with my job that I have. My sleep schedule has actually been better somehow. It's it, it weird. Mine is like, it's gone in cycles. Like the first week it was messed up. Then like, I don't even know how many fucking weeks we've been in quarantine. It's pretty bad. But like for a while there, it was good. Like I was getting up like around like eight or nine every day. Um, it's not super early, but I was like, hey, you know, getting up consistently. You're not hitting the double digits. I feel like yeah. as long, like, I don't know. The latest on like a Saturday or Sunday when I'm out late on the weekend, the, I feel I feel good as long as I don't go past like ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that's like trying to understand that ten o'clock's like super early for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still in call. You know, still in college. So sometimes yeah. it's like if it wasn't fuck. for working <laughs> and shit, I would I would be all screwed. I'd be late, sleeping in late too. But now that I'm used to the whole like going to going to sleep at a decent time and waking up fairly early in the morning. Once you get used to it, I, I really like that. I really yeah. like it. Being structured wonder, that way. I wonder how much of, of like this, like working from home is going to stay. I don't know. I wonder how that's going to affect working going forward after this whole virus stops. Yeah. It's, it's going to have an impact. I think. Because obviously a lot of people are do- obviously a lot of people are doing it, and a lot of people like you say there's a lot of benefits to it. So I wonder if like more companies are gonna say, 
screw it. Let's just have workers be able to work from home. And like, well, a lot of these companies could save, you know, crazy amounts of money by you know, like, I, I forget what company it was, but I, I saw someone tweet about, they just um, got rid of their lease for their office space because they realized how unnecessary it was for them yeah. to have that setting. And they're going to be saving nine, nine and a half million dollars a year. So oh, yeah. this virus has fast tracked a lot of things. Definitely that. And it was there, another great tweet. Uh, I think it was Naval Ravikant, Ravikant, who I like a lot, said that it's crazy how uh, it ta- the, this virus has actually fast tracked the the complete migration of humanity or society onto the internet. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of what was bound to happen at one point. But this is totally fast tracked it. Like, this is kind of just you know, you know what I mean, people, like society migrating. Do it, yeah, it was like so- uh, to elaborate on that. It's like um, what uh, schools aren't about learning, churches aren't really about worship. Uh, you know, like um, theaters aren't really about cinema. It's like the the actual aspect of these is more so camaraderie and community, not necessarily the. I don't know it's not necessarily about the actual platform or the you know what i mean yeah i I think i get you it will be interesting to see like again how people react to when it ends if there is like an end to it there most likely will be an end to it yeah um i also want to add real quick that i'm not fully for the whole migration on the internet i like yeah that's what i I like like theaters i want theaters to live forever you know there's these things yeah. i love i'm saying that the reality of things this is what we're witnessing unfold with all this uh everything the state of affairs right now so it's like I, how I much want... of a pushback are we going to see come back like everyone of course being trapped inside pretty much for a month yeah. is that going to make people want to go out even more and i think we're seeing that like i think just just judging how people are re- reacting on social media and everyone's kind of like starting to get fed up uh i think a lot of people are probably going to go out more i don't know if it's gonna i don't know it's gonna be interesting another to see thing if like the online aspect of, like you said like moving online is gonna hold yeah and also you know i think that a lot of people have this um far-fetched idea that once this is over and the shutdowns are done and everything's back open that we're going to automatically return to a normal state of how it was before we had this virus when that is far from the reality. Whereas you're not going to return to a sense of normalcy that we're used to long-term effects are, are going to happen. I mean, there, I mean, there's things that you can't even kind of, it's all speculative. It's all like speculative right now, Yeah, but it's going to be a new normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be a new normal to the way people behave. To their, I mean, a lot of things are going to take longer than others to come back. Typically, the entertainment stuff, but uh, I mean, I don't want this whole podcast to be about this damn quarantine. <laughs> I'm not the expert. I mean, there's plenty yeah. of other. It's hard not to talk about have, because it's literally it's historical, man. This it's, is like it's unprecedented. Every, it, I can't think of the last time I've gone through my Twitter feed and literally there was a good like so, like where just every other thing or everything it was something about quarantine 
whether it was a joke, whether it was like an update about it, whether it was someone saying, you know, fuck this, everyone was saying like, please stay inside. So it is, it's amazing to live through. And like you said, like with change, like we see this with plagues, like whether, whether your opinions on how deadly the virus actually is compared to other stuff, there's, that's like a big point of contention. But like looking back all the way to the like black, was it the black death, the plague, the original plague? Yeah. Uh, you saw a bunch since a bunch of the lower class were essentially wiped out that led to workers wanting more rights and like pretty much started the end of like feudalism because they're like hey yeah all your fucking workers died and we're the ones that survived through this horrible mess hey start stop treating us like shit essentially so it kind of like led that way and so i don't i wonder if like on a smaller scale we'll see something like that as well with like some other I feel like there's always with with major you could this is definitely can be categorized as a natural disaster i think mm-hmm. with, with uh catastrophic events like this they always seem to open up the eyes or pull back the curtain on tons of things you know yeah i mean for one yeah. this one it literally is just kind of proved how screwed up all our institutions are and how <laughs> incompetent how incompetent yeah. they all are and how the leaders that we have in, in every area there's like a great fallacy that talks about how like the the issue there's like an issue with why so many leaders aren't competent and aren't truly capable of their job position but they just remain there and no one does yeah. anything about it and things are just the way they are because that's the way they are so that's one of the things like I've noticed, at least like just kind of getting older is when you're kind of younger, when you're a kid, you look at adults and you're like, oh, these are people that have their stuff together. Like you look at your parents, you look at other people in the community and they're like, oh, this guy has a job. This guy has a family. Like, oh, these people are in positions of power. Like they must have something going on. These guys can't be complete idiots. But then as you get older and older, at least for me, it's kind of like, especially now like looking at these people just in not even in like government but just like famous people or just people you know in jobs you're like oh these people really don't know what they're doing which is kind of like yeah it's scary but it also is nice because you're like oh i don't have to have my shit completely together if you know the fucking governor (laughs) or the fucking president be comforting man like oh oh, we all don't know what the fuck we're doing yeah But uh, go. Let's move away from Corona. You actually have yeah, your, yeah. Uh, thank you. We'll we'll go into your uh, you have you run your own uh, it's a clothing brand. So what? Yeah, it's a clothing brand. So just give me a little background on it. Like, what made you start it? What was like the inspiration, and then kind of like your journey with it. Yeah. Uh, well, I can. I, I've always had an interest since I was very young in streetwear, you could say. I mean, for some reason, I was always kind of looking for cool brands to wear. I mean, I could like, I think the first shirt that I got that I was like, oh, this is so sick that, well, I think it was Echo Unlimited. Remember Echo? With yeah. the, the rhino, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like broken circle, that broken oval around it. And like, just, I was at like a TJ Maxx or something with my mom, I was probably like 10 or 11 or something and i was like oh it's so cool like 
this represents the street or I don't, I mean, I don't, I probably didn't even know what it represented yeah. at the time, but I'm like, this is cool. This is like a cool brand, you know? And like that stuck with me. I mean, it evolved into like when I got into BMX and I'd wear skateboard companies and stuff like World Industries or Blind. And then I'd get into BMX brands like Little Devil. And I don't know, I was always like naturally geared towards this world of clothing brands or streetwear brands and and stuff like that. And And like, I always loved like, I mean, from when I was younger, you could almost, I don't want to, I don't want to attribute it, anything it to Wass's class, which I love yeah. Mr. Wass from our high school, but um, like having the multimedia courses where we got to learn Photoshop or video editing and random shit early on, that was like the funnest thing in the world in school, like being able to create this stuff with your friends. Like that was one of the few things that was like truly fun that you wanted to learn more of. And mm-hmm. so like, Earlier on, I got comfortable with Photoshop and editing, and then I was kind of like, you know, well, how about I make some shit that I truly want to wear, and hopefully other people will want to wear it too. I mean, I didn't really think about the whole selling it aspect. That I didn't like come up with the idea to profit or make yeah. a dime. I, I I thought of it like, oh, this would just be a cool like add to. You know, just a cool thing to add to the culture. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm still very small, but uh, I wanted to. I don't know. I wanted to create some sort of lifestyle. I, I wanted to present like interests that I have that I guess would be hard to convey. Yeah. If I if I have a brand, I can add. There's so many outlets of conveying inspirations. I can do a promotional video or just do a quick sticker or I mean throw designs on my shirts that are inspired by a movie I just watched or or do pictures or posts on my Instagram account I mean the possibilities for showing different aspects of work just through a a, you could say a simple clothing brand streetwear brand is like limitless yeah and that's one of the things like i've always like really liked about seller is the promo videos like i think the one of the first ones i remember seeing him like oh my god this is genius it was like your dad cooking or drilling without a shirt on to like opera music yeah Pavarotti. oh my oh this is sick like intercut (laughs) with like uh i believe it was like our friend eddie like yeah, dancing at the yeah, camp. Dancing at a camp, yeah. just like, yeah. oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, like mashing up. I mean, it creates for a useful outlet where I could take random footage that I collect or pictures or songs that I like at the yeah. time to mash into a, a promo video or, I mean, there's multiple outlets I could use this for, but it, it creates for one one solid area that I can funnel all this creative ideas or whatever yeah. into to actually produce something that's uh, an actual final product, not just say I have ideas or, you know, everyone likes to act like, you know, you can, I can execute quicker this way. Cause I, I automatically have something to put my works towards, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, Cause yeah. I mean, I think that, like, I don't know, there's so many different, like, you want to keep a clothing brand 
not too super confined, but you also you also want to have somewhat of borders on it so you don't get too wide ranging because yeah. then no yeah. one's gonna know what the hell you're about. But I mean, it's it's amazing the different things that you wouldn't think would apply to like a streetwear brand or a seller that you can kind of twist in a way that works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I obviously I really like the shirt. I'd recommend it to anybody. You know, I got the. Thanks, man. I'm always wearing the fucking seller hoodie. Just because I, yep. you know, I, I tend to wear like one good hoodie that I have and just wear the shit out of it. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, it's holding up good. It's, it's all right. I mean, I need a new one. I might need a new one. I might be hitting you up for one. But uh, <laughs> I got it, some. Uh, I got a long sleeve for you. All right, I'll have to come pick it up. Uh, but it's just it is and also interesting to see like uh, this past summer with the weekend at the Black Lagoon, which is a uh, like a little music festival in in our hometown of Punxsutawney. It's actually uh, pretty impressive. Just yeah, it's impressive. Like uh, the amount of people just there, I saw wearing seller gear. And granted, it's a, we're a small town; we kind of know everybody. But still, it's so cool to see that that's like. Oh, it still means a lot to me. I can yeah, tell you that. And I, I, anytime I wear it out, and someone's like, "What's what's seller?" I'm like, "Oh, this is from my hometown." Like, yeah, I know that. I know I, it's cool knowing actually, like knowing where this is, this street brand's from. The source, yeah. And it's kind of like, hey, this source is kind of part of my hometown that I can take out and be like, "Yeah, this is my buddy he makes it." Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, cool that's shirt. pretty sweet. And I've heard some pretty cool stories, like uh, our friend, my friend Dean Paleo, he moved to Colorado. And he had one of my very first crew necks that I designed with a, a light bulb hanging in the back. And he was like, hit me up the one day and he's like, dude, I was at a bar last night and just some random local came up to me and was like, that hoodie looks so sick. I'll buy it off your back right now. Like how much do you want? And he's like, threw out a number. He's like 80 bucks. It's like, all right, just paid him 80 bucks. Like, something like that is like, when i i know i can like i mean not that i need the validation but it's come it's 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 great to know that like some guy that has no idea who i am there's no reason to support what i do or to say why he likes my stuff truly liked it and bought it off dean's back for like a very good amount double what i sold it for (laughs) like hearing a story like that is reassuring that like okay these this stuff is actually truly good Mm. it's 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 quality and like it's not just my friends supporting me yeah they it's, like it's me. outside validation of like oh okay i'm yeah. actually people aren't just like kind of and just and saying even, it's good because they know if it me, ends yeah. up just yeah and even if it you know ends up kind of staying super local i mean i'd love for it to kind of bust break out and hit more areas which i think it's starting to even if it ends up staying local or to this area i'm cool with it because i'm like it's still fun to keep making this stuff yeah. and and you know i get my friends involved and there and like i keep saying there's so many possibilities that you can toy around with with having seller like seller services i can have like a pop-up shop for like my, our buddy that one kid has a uh super tired had that album release mm-hmm. before the the quarantine and everything and he could hit me up and be like hey could you have a a pop-up with your clothes like the ability to collaborate is yeah more open whenever you have actual work out there that people see and you could uh connect with i guess yeah definitely it's uh so what's 
let's see, what was your biggest challenge with that and with creating your own brand? Like, what was something unexpected that you ran into? Uh, it costs money. <laughs> it costs money. And and I'm not like marking this shit up like crazy or pushing crazy amount of products where I'm pulling in, raking in the profits, man. I'm not like raking in the profits here. Yeah. I am big, big time business owner. You know, <laughs> there's there's many times where I release a, a release a drop and I'm negative. Like I I, I make I don't even break even because mm-hmm. I put. I mean, granted, I'm not even counting the time that I, my time that I put in. Yeah, it's my my end. I work with other graphic designers. I spend time sourcing like the good quality shirts and garments to put them on, get them printed, you know, get multiple, I mean, down to the detail, like printed tagline in the neck. It's not on fucking Gildan or yeah. Haynes or whatever. It's, it's true stuff. It's better than a fucking Supreme shirt you could buy, honestly. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm thoughtful about all those different aspects and the tiny details. So, that adds up even though like you know it does add up so there i mean there's honestly so much more i can do and i i know i'm confident i could get done right now but the finance the financing end of things man it fucking is can be pricey Mm -hmm. and honestly that's the biggest barrier is just yeah finance like money because like skill wise and resource wise we could really pump some shit out, but fund wise, you know, you got to be a little bit reserved because I don't want to go that into the buck. I I want to keep doing this, but I don't want to fucking drown. Yeah, myself. don't you do put yourself out on the street for yeah. But um, yeah, but I think I, it's it, not that bad. I don't yeah, lose yeah. that much money. <laughs> um, but I think yeah, that is one of the biggest like hurdles, obviously, with any creative thing. It's just like having the time and money to put into it and yeah. like you and know. time is money too man time's the only true measure of value so like beyond the money factor i do dedicate a good amount of time after working a full-time job and other habits that i have like help like well good well-being yeah. habits that i have to take time that like the little time window i have at the end of the day you know i dedicate it to seller a lot of the time so i do want to see some worth come out of it mm-hmm there's like a great theory this guy has on twitter he's uh like a fanatic of that nasim taleb guy yeah who's they worship this idea of lindy which is pretty interesting the things that have been around longer are destined to stay around longer the longer it's been around the harder it is to compete with it or for it to go away but um he talks about this thing called the 4hl four hour life where he says the majority of the population lives this four hour life where out where you so he counts in commuting working your full-time job and an hour of exercise or half an hour of exercise cooking dinner blah 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 and he says once you take that all in to factor you have roughly a four hour window of free time you have four hours typically for people it's at night you have four hours where that's truly open for you to utilize to to how you want you could waste your time and i mean i i've spent nights watching movies and shit you could you could waste your time you could play video games you could use that four hours a game to watch movies to fucking sleep more to 
to do whatever jack off I don't know. <laughs> and but i mean he, he goes he, i mean it's like when you put it into perspective like that and you realize okay the the amount of free time i truly have isn't is like fucking a glimpse of yeah. nothing that makes you value it more and try to you know that, that should motivate you to be productive yeah and, and you know everyone you know some people might not but everyone most people have some sort of passion i don't want to say passion but something they're interested in that's uh fruitful that they could put that time towards uh improving on or getting better at you know uh so how do you because one of the biggest issues i personally have is trying to find something like i like you said like trying to do something productive and i sit here and i go okay i have these tools i know how to like edit i know how to do like different stuff uh so how do you get over that like creative block and like try to make something and get actually put something down yeah are you saying like almost like uh you sit down and you do feel the creative juices kind of flowing but uh, i'm like it's, I'm, almost, it's almost flowing in like 18 different directions it, yeah exactly it's like, so you have like I, a ton of little arrows going all these ways instead of having them all lined up and mm -hmm. actually making progress in one direction yeah it's kind of like you know i have that, I have that issue a lot dude and, and recently i I honed that in and got better at it. And, you know, I mean, simple things like right sitting here, uh, to do list with the boxes and check marks, like strictly what I need to do for seller or whatever, mm. like actually mapping out like, okay, get your creative idea or whatever little project or project you want to work on or get, get done, have that clear in your head and then take it step-by-step step of what actual work needs to go into it to to get it done and and don't be so hard on yourself like oh i've got to get like you know you should be happy if you did like one step you checked off one step mm -hmm. that day towards this thing you're still making progress that compounds so you know once you start to create some sort of structure i mean i don't want i'm not trying to like promote a military regime here and try yeah. to like <laughs> military i'm not jocko willink but <laughs> like you know have some sort of structure and some sort of set tiny goals or be, you need to be clear with yourself about where you want to be or, or what needs to get done. Because if, if you're not clear, then uh, it's just going to fade. I mean, you're going to, like I said, you're going to have all these arrows going in different yeah. directions. You may have a little bit of progress here, a little bit of progress here because you moved to this project or moved to this one, quit this one early, started mm -hmm. this one late. I mean, that's, that's pointless focus in on one thing and get that yeah. i mean honestly you got to learn how to get rid of these distractions even things that you like to do are distractions i mean focus in on, on what truly matters and dedicate your time to that i mean it's all in organizing your head and organizing your intentions you know what i mean yeah yeah now uh kind of going back to one of the big distractions i know we're both I know that you're a big fan of, and I'm recently been binging through the Sopranos. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my god, dude. Figured talk about that in greatest, uh, greatest TV, greatest television series in the history of mankind. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it ever getting topped. And I, I'm so heartwarmed. My heart is so warm to see so many people in this time of quarantine. It looks like it seems to me like so many people are starting it and. I know you're you started yeah. it before this, yeah. but 
seems like so many people are watching it and it's uh it's great i want it, it's amazing it's it's great i i this is actually perfect timing too because they have the uh many saints of newark the movie which is a, a kind of uh before the sopranos era prologue type thing so it almost is going to work out great if all these people end up watching it, getting it back series. into it and when things come back and they can release the movie, they'll have a whole new new, new fan base new, and more new viewers. Because you shouldn't watch a movie if you haven't watched a series. That's yeah. my opinion. Go ahead with. I'm sorry. I'm I'm good at interrupting people. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, I was just saying, like, just watching it, and I don't know. I just from an outside perspective, I'm like, oh, it's just like a mob show. It's just like some crime, you know, typical mobster stuff. But it it it's so much more than that going through and like the whole i love the whole obviously it's kind of um it's been done before with other stuff but the whole like um tony and his therapist and just him working through stuff and there's yeah. been like some really like emotionally like deep stuff in the show that dude you it's you wouldn't expect you like, put it perfectly there's so much <laughs> like i think everyone has that same attitude that you have going into it I think it's just going to be a bunch of fucking Degos hanging out, <laughs> you know, smoking cigars, talking about. Uh, and we can say Degos. We're, and, we're part Italian. We're I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm full. Oh shit! I'm, hey, oh, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm You're full. You're full. I'm a Dego. I'm, I'm, I'm not full. Quarter. I'm not full. I'm not full <laughs> Italian. I'm not. I'm like forty percent, twenty percent, maybe. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, everyone goes into that thinking like what you said, just yeah. mobs and shit. But uh, you know the the depth. It, it honestly hits like it's so easy to relate to you. No matter who you are, I feel like it hits so many different aspects yeah. of life, like fought like mother son relationships, parenting, uh, anxiety disorders, like Tony having to go to his yeah. therapist. Or, you know, like the whole family structure and friends. I mean, the the topics that it hits on and, and it and it it expresses them so well and different. I mean, it made me appreciate little thing. I mean, seeing how Anthony Junior acts towards his parents, man, that mm. uh, motivated me to never fucking be that way towards yeah. my parents. I never was, but like, yeah, it makes you, me think like, more. Oh, like, shit, yeah, you realize you know, always being an asshole. It, there's, there's so many layers in it that are like truly good and and a normal person can relate to yeah. like like a 40 year old woman could find a way to relate to it a like a a random 15 year old high school football player could probably find a way to relate yeah to it. and it's it's kind of like one of those things where it, again it was like before that when i think of like good tv shows obviously like breaking bad comes up and Breaking Bad does have some elements of that, but it's like obviously not as much in the forefront as Sopranos. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's it's been really cool to see. Uh, I think one of the funniest parts was in the beginning, not like funny in the show, but uh, just like kind of just it was like all the old like the very Italian mobsters talking about therapy. And they're like. Hey, yeah, you need to go talk to somebody. Yeah, I, I I got fucked up a little bit. I killed a lot of people. I had to go talk to somebody. It's no big yeah. fucking deal. And you're like, yeah. and like, oh, he's a fucking pussy. And they're like, hey, fuck you. And like, you're watching. Well, you're they like, get, they, 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 I mean, they frown on, like, they frown on if you eat a girl out. Yeah, that was another. It's like they hate Uncle June. He had to, he had to hide that shit. You know? Oh, my God. That, you know. 
uh, I'm at the part now where uh, not really oh, so you spoilers. Haven't it yet. I haven't finished it yet. I'm in season five. Uh, um, you're coming across. You're coming to the finish line. Steve Buscemi is making his like one of the be a masseuse. Found that to be oh, a yeah. good plot line. Uh, I like the. I, for, like, I always forget about him coming in. Uh, junior, junior, just trying to get out of house house arrest by going to funerals and just okay. So you're at the, you're are you are you getting? Is he starting to kind of lose his? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been pretty. Yeah, it's been pretty. It's like there was the one where he like walked around the city randomly, but like yeah, like that that whole bit was just like it was just kind of like this dark humor, but it was also like it was cool that they like it was kind of a joke at first and it also actually ends up like affecting the character where he's like yeah i've been doing nothing but going to funerals and i'm fucking depressed now <laughs> like, yeah he's there, and they're like well no bro no, no he's like i'm fucking depressed my whole life is death and like because you only leave the house to go to fucking funerals dude <laughs> and uh it's just like a small that was like in one episode but i'm like oh dude, that's so good it's oh yeah. it's so good it's fucking incredible. It's fucking incredible. It's, so uh, I'm excited to binge th- re- through the rest of it, get to the end. Obviously, don't rush it, man. Enjoy I'm, it. I'm just yeah. That's what I took. I'm taking some breaks. I do. I watched it. Tw- I watched it twice. I did two watches of it. Second time, honestly, second time was significantly better. First mm-hmm. was great. Or the best. I mean, it took yeah. me right away. Second was better. I like to do decent sized gaps. Yeah. In between my. My, because you, 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 there's so many things going on that you will forget. There'll yeah. be little storylines that you forget. So, I, I do a good gap, like two years, maybe mm-hmm. a year. So, like, I'll be coming up on my third rewatch, probably like 2021. And yeah, man, I, I'll probably watch that that series five more, six more times. You know, <laughs> that's like I, I just did my over winter break uh, for school. I did my first full rewatch of Breaking Bad. Um, I never rewatched Breaking Bad, and I was like, I never did too. I'm like, I watched them, like I was good. Like I'll rewatch maybe some of the episodes, but I, like I sat down, I just rewatched it all, and I'm like, damn, like I have a completely different like perspective on this. Because when I first watched it, I was in high school, and I was like, yeah, dude, Heisenberg, he's the shit. Like he's a cool dude. And then like rewatching it, you're like, oh, dude, he is an asshole. But <laughs> like, oh yeah, this guy is not good. This is yeah. <laughs> we should. They're like, oh, he's or like, why he's doing this is cool, but it's it is really interesting. Um, again, like how you said, like how everyone seems to be watching it. I keep seeing people on Twitter like post different memes and stuff from it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's a very it's a very easy show to find rep, like to meme or to use for like. I mean, it's perfect. There's something that you could find for any yeah. scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think I am definitely going to. Try to get the Tony Soprano bod. I think I could. I think I could slim down a little bit, not go completely skinny, but just get that nice, you know, the James yeah. Gandolfini. I think you could do it. I think you could do it. Where those James, like, where those collared dude, he pulled, shirts. He pulled. And, he, he pulled pretty good. That was another thing. Of, I'm like, damn, he Tony Soprano. He just fucks a lot. <laughs> I mean, it helps when you have money and power. <laughs> that is. That's like the funny part of the show. They're like. The, like the women characters are just like, well, he is kind of sexy. I'm like, well, he's a good, good looking man. I could, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess early 2000s. You know what? It sucks because you know. Here's the thing about James Gandolfini, and he he's truly one of the greatest actors to ever step foot on screen. And he he was. I'm happy. 
most of his work was dedicated to the Sopranos while he mm-hmm. was alive. I mean, that kind of brought him up yeah. too, but he died younger than I, you know, he died kind of young, yeah. unfortunately. Rest in peace, man. I wish I could pour one out for him, <laughs> but I can't pour one out for him. But uh, <laughs> at the window, back. I can't pour the size of Pennsylvania rye. Let me tell you what I'm drinking. <laughs> I got this. I ordered this first time I ordered booze off the internet. Oh, jeez. This uh, Wiggle, the, oops, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Rye. Yeah. I need to. I need to order some alcohol with all the stores shut down. I'm on. And you know what, dude? It's pretty crazy because there is no age verification. <laughs> I had to go through on the website, and they just dropped the package off. No one signed for it or anything. I'm like, hell. I'm like, I could have been doing this when I was 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I missed I missed out on all missed of this opportunity yeah um, but I paid like 40 bucks for that fucking 300 it's like three glasses worth of booze in it so I, I spent more money than I should have <laughs> it tastes good yeah it's all that's all you need man it's all you need it tastes good and gets you a little fucked up that's the basic it's the basic necessity of any alcohol so yeah it tastes good I, I'm more I'm now that like where I'm at, I used to only give a shit about getting the effects from it. You know, mm-hmm. I drank, I, I, I took in violent amount of booze when I was younger, <laughs> but now I do care about the taste. And, uh, I mean, I truly think it makes a difference that if you drink higher quality stuff, you feel better the next day and you don't feel, I mean, yeah, I still get a good buzz. And I, like when I, I noticed a real difference of drinking this nice, like locally brewed or locally distilled Pennsylvania whiskey and instead of drinking like a fucking Vladimir or whatever. <laughs> I feel like I want to die tomorrow. I wake up, I feel fine. I granted I'm not drinking nearly as much either, but Yeah. yeah. Tastes tastes a lot better than a four loco gold, right? <laughs> oh God. Those things burn holes in your stomach. I, oh. And drink those. I I honestly I don't know how I ever drank those because they get caught like First couple of years of college, that's literally all I drank because they were so cheap. You get five bucks, you'd be good. Dude, everyone, that's the attitude. The quick, yeah. easy, cheap factor, and you. you and you know, and four, it's four, like four. I I got Stockholm syndrome, and like I know some of my friends and I were like, oh, we love four loco golds, man. Like, yeah, nothing, that's exactly what like it was. It, it was uh, nothing like it. It's so good. It and was then, a weird version of Stockholm syndrome, is what it was. And now, <laughs> now if I smell it, now if I smell like almost any type of four loco, I'm like gagging. Like, like honestly, can you honestly answer? Have you ever seen a decent, respectable adult <laughs> over the age of thirty-five drinking a four loco ever in your life? Ever, ever. No, no, I've never. <laughs> Unless it was like a a crack a crack head. Heroin addict. Unless it was someone at a college like party don't... trying to hit on probably pedophile, too... probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah like I love you've love never seen a like a decent, well-off dude. No, you don't see dog any... drinking a four loco. You don't see like these titans of industry. No one drinks businessmen drinking four loco. Yeah. No one drinks a drink like that, outside of it purely being for sport. <laughs> for the, just the challenge of it of itself yeah. of necessity or a challenge yeah um see what else to talk about i'm trying to think okay what's the most outlandish conspiracy theory that you believe in that i believe in yeah 
What's a crazy say, one that you think could be I'll true? I'll say there's I'll say one that I may have believed in, one that like was that, that really fucking like fucks my head that I believe I don't I don't believe in anymore. But I didn't I never truly believed in it, but I'm like, ah, oh, this could be a fucking thing. Uh probably like three years ago. Uh Gnosticism. Who's that? The dem the de- there's this theory of there's a demiurge that created the physical realm that is, is purely like a a fucking wheel to create like it's like I mean some, look it up. Some Gnosticism like, demiurge like like everything was made to f- suffering to feel suffering oh, everything was shit. everything's oh. actually suffering and that there's these things called archons oh, okay yeah i think i've heard of archons I like archons are like like demon like demons on earth that are just like steering everyone in the wrong direction and and that like we're just like kind of like batteries we're just like flesh batteries made to suffer to fuel this demiurge this fucking gnostic god that I mean, it's a pretty in-depth fucking thing that that there's it's, there's it's, it's oh, a pretty... there are people that aren't necessarily fucking crazy that are smart that believe in this gnosticism thing. That I mean, it, if you I mean if you, <laughs> if you truly believed in it, I don't see why you wouldn't fucking off yourself. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't it, believe in it at all, dude. I'm. It's I'm, just like this is something. It's so crazy. easy to refute the theories. I mean, yeah. I think when you're younger, you just are looking for this shock factor. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you got a little bit of angst. You're like, what you can what, what, what? reason you think that you need to know these deeper hidden secrets, or you think you need to know these things for some reason, and you come to find out that <laughs> man, doesn't matter. What the fuck. <laughs> Things are fine, and actually, if you like ignore a lot of this shit, which a lot of it is noise, yeah, noise, like life is fucking beautiful, man. The small things about it, like little, like waking up, being like, once you are able to put yourself in the right fucking mentality, you will see the beauty in life. It's like uh, I watched a great movie. I want to talk about movies with you too at one point in this podcast. You haven't asked me anything about it, but um. I watched this Iranian director for the first time. I wanted to watch him. And the one character in the movie tells a joke. He said, there's this joke that the Turks tell each other that uh, Turk goes to the doctor and he tells the doc, he goes, everything, everything on me hurts. He goes, I go, I poke here in my chest, my chest, much, it hurts. I poke here in my forehead. It hurts. Poke here in my thigh. It hurts. I poke here in my stomach. It hurts. The doctor goes, you have a broken finger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he said he meant that in a way for, for what i want you to take from that is when people look at the world and say everything's fucking broke this yeah. is broke this sucks it's not the world is broke it's the finger as in your head the way you're looking at, at yeah. things that's broke you know what i mean it's like you could focus on all the, if you could if you want to focus on the negative you could sit there you know anything on earth can be viewed and twisted and turned in a way that will shape the mindset that you're in so you can live in hell or you can live in heaven mm. it's up to you and it's not easy i guess to get yourself to if you're in a yeah. rut but 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 just so people know like it's truly up to you to how you make the quality of of your your time here yeah it's because because uh... I, I mean there's so much i don't know i love life i i i, I think this is great and i'm i'm enjoying talking with you <laughs> 
<laughs> drinking Pennsylvania rye whiskey. I mean, I have nothing I can complain about. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things I've tried to like do more. I've you know, obviously been in like been pessimistic before, and but a lot of yeah, times you just kind of feel like yeah, like some shit, some stuff is shitty, some stuff, but like damn, like you got to think there's some real beautiful stuff out there, like. The fact that, or Dude, the fact that I can get up. up, wake up, and have a laugh with somebody, or like talk yeah. like this, or watch a good movie, like that's yes. shit that I want to keep living for. Like you know, Dude, if there was nothing like if, if there was nothing good in my life, you know, if there was nothing good in the world. People would just be off themselves every day. Um, you know and the vast happens. majority of people, you know, p- people are inherently good, and the vast majority of people are able to, you know see through uh, the the negative narrative mm-hmm. that it's like thrown out there so much and just like be like all right well realize that it's noise and that that a lot of this is all i don't know it's a, we're getting fucking deep here it's, it's all it's all <laughs> noise. It, that uh it's because it, like a thing with it's kind of um amplified by social media and this echo chambers but like they say like a lot of people really aren't that because they always say like all oh, america's never been more divisive right versus left like blah blah, blah for this versus that whatever yeah uh but it's like at the end of the day most people just want to uh <laughs> it's kind of like that meme and it's like for god's sakes i just want to fuck I just, I just want to grill i don't care yeah. about it. like it's like honestly most people just want to live their life and be happy and yeah they might disagree on like tax policy or something like it doesn't really matter. At yeah, the who the, the day, fuck cares like, what your political opinion is? Yeah, you know, it's you know, like, you're... hey, yeah, like, hey, we like football. Like, oh, we like this. It's like, yeah, at the end of the day, I just want to be able to hang out with my friends, have a good time, you know, drink some Pennsylvania ale, uh, rye, rye. <laughs> I was like, it's the three letter word for alcohol, yeah. I guess. But uh, <laughs> like, you know, drink that, like. And most of the time, that's what people just want. And that's what most of the time people do. And it's when we get sucked into these yeah. little echo chambers online is when you start seeing everyone going like, oh, this is so fucked. Well, it's, fuck like it's, like it's like a hive mind. Yeah. And, and uh, there's a great book out there called The Rational Optimist. And if you if you were to really take into consideration the quality of life that we're like, so fucking fortunate to have mm-hmm. right now, the like a low income person basically lives like a king did yeah know, like 300 years ago i mean we've advanced for the benefit of of the quality of life and people's well-being and entertainment in every way we've advanced in in insane ways i mean this shit could have went so much worse than it did yeah. things could have went so much worse than they did like, like, thank God we're not still. We could have just been stuck in like crazy ass medieval times or something. Oh, we could yeah. have been stuck there, not evolved. There's a great movie that I want to watch called Hard to Be a God, and it's based off of a separate world that has people that basically was they just kind of got stuck in the mm-hmm. 1500s, and it's like a fucking hell on earth. Yeah, but like we're, you know, yeah, people. Um... You no, know, you gotta you gotta take the right things into consideration. Kind of, kind of looking back, tying it in with the Sopranos talk. One of the big themes in the Sopranos I noticed is this kind of like idealization of the past through like they always like the mobs, the, like the Godfather movies, or just like the old like fifties era 
And so I think a lot of people do kind of idolize the past for whatever reason, for to fit whatever agenda. They Everyone want. has this like but, nostalgic sense. Yeah, in you're like, oh, it was so much better back then. And like people are like, oh, the 50s were so cool. But it's like, yeah, you neglect the part of the 50s that fucking sucked. Like when the people there'll be there'll be and... there'll be probably someone there'll be our there'll be people in the 2040s that will be reminiscing about yeah. how cool the 2020s were. It's like, oh, you imagine you know being I mean? stuck in quarantine? That must have been fucking cool. Or like oh, how exciting <laughs> things were so crazy and exciting and blooming and blossoming. Then I mean, yeah. you know, it's a it's a circle, but you know. Fuck, take take the like I said, take the right things into yeah. consideration and see with with you know That's, have have yeah. some be lighthearted about things you know well, I've always some, tried to be optimistic like that like because you know uh, I don't know how your parents are but my parents are always very doom and gloom and this is the end or something you know going on and I've always kind of been like well we, we've honestly do live in like the probably the safest time in history. And there's I mean, there's always like people worrying about mass shootings or something. It's like, well, yeah, that is happening, but overall, like we don't have roving hordes of bandits or uh, you don't have Genghis Khan just like someone's not gonna roll up into your town no. one day and like kill half that... you, steal your shit, and burn down your house. No. Like, and that may be the issue here is that everyone is too goddamn comfortable. So they just got to find shit to complain gonna about. going to bring down society. To, I, but uh, <laughs> I, I've been wanting to move. I, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead recently. I, I think I want to. I think I want to get a farm. I think I want to just settle down out. That in the would woods. be a great lifestyle. I think. I think the whole Ted, the whole Ted Zinsky <laughs> fucking off the grid. <laughs> hey, did we get any? Uh, did we get any questions on Twitch? Or are we just fucking? Uh, we had Fed Police said seller videos are unbeaten. Oh, That's thank fun. you, Patrick. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, but yeah, going into movie talk, have you watched any good movie? You've mentioned a lot of movies. Said you want to talk about movies. What movies you want to talk about? What have you been watching lately? Oh, dude, um, I got the I got I got the Criterion Channel streaming service. I don't know if you ever heard of Criterion. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, they're like the the. I don't want to say art house, but they're like yeah. the, this true movie database of like what's considered by the Good. critics to be the top notch Kino, yeah. Kino Lorber, Kino Lorber movies, Janice films, that type of stuff. But uh, I got, you can get it right now, two months or two weeks for free. So I get Hope the free trial. I'll probably keep it going. But so I, I've been kind of taking advantage of having that. So I've been watching a lot of foreign films or not older, but. I've been bouncing around a lot from eras, but a lot of foreign. I have a whole list. Like I, the way I pick out movies I want to watch is I go by, you know, the writer, the director, the person who made it. And <clears throat> I don't know. I typically pick a movie by the, what I'm feeling at the time too, mm. which is weird. I'm obsessed with, I'm obsessed with this idea of timing when you watch movies that, uh, Honestly, like the, the the movies that I want to watch the most, that I'm yearning to watch the most, are movies that I end up holding off the longest. Yeah. Never feels like like I want to watch The Lighthouse still, dude. I wanted to watch The Lighthouse since the, the first fucking teaser came out, like three months before it was even released in theaters. It's been out. I still haven't watched it yet because it hasn't been. And honestly, right now it's the fucking best timing in uh, quarantine. But yeah, I like that's honestly, how I think very... though. 
I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying though? Yeah, when yeah, I, yeah. When yeah. I talk about well, timing and watching movies. Yeah, I I I totally get you on that because and with the lighthouse, yeah, seeing it, it it does work in here. It does work well. Where I'm like questioning like. How long have I been in here? How long have I been in my fucking apartment like this? Like, how long have we been in quarantine? There's a line, uh, Willem Dafoe I just saw the one is, scene where they're just screaming, what? They're screaming, yeah, what, 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 what? It's, it's a I great... I can't wait to watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually watch probably the Irish. That's another one. I haven't even watched uh, haven't the, Irishman. the Irishman. So I'll watch that tonight. Need to while sit. I drink some more of this fucking ride. <laughs> um, how about I ask you something? And then okay, you... all right, yeah. First of all, thank you for having me on. I like talking to you. You're great. Uh, you're a great host. And oh, thank you. Also, sorry, I'm delaying the question, but I found a what the hell on my voice memos. I had to make a voice memo for Jacob Brady. I did this poem fucking thing. But uh, eight back in August thirteenth, twenty seventeen, at two fifty a.m. We must. I, I don't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> But I, I'm drunk, and I'm talking about how good you are at like being a radio personality type. <laughs> if you can hear this, where's my? Me and Koto, man. I tell you what. I tell you what. We're very tuned in. Very tuned in right now. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Jake? From what, from the uh, the, the brief experience I had with Koto and coming in, the podcast late came in late but i tell you what he was he was the, the primary force that fucking pulled it together I tell you what he knows he knows how to do communications and knows how to make things sound organized i think that you was, hear any of that i mean it was yeah, yeah I, heard, I heard it pretty clearly i, I was like fucking you know, i think that was um i think that was out at your camp and then, because we oh, did, that was that when we did your when you did your podcast up in your attic. Did we? Oh yeah, yep. I don't know. I don't know if they ever got posted anywhere. No, no, no. I think I'm. I think that was out of my camp that we were talking about it. But yeah, because that was like I think, I was, refer- I, think yeah. I was referencing. You're referencing that. No, no, no. There was a time when you were you here for that at the dining room table. My parents were away, and we had like eight people here. We tried to do a podcast. I don't. My I don't think were, so. We, Maybe it was the because uh... I remember coming up to like one of the times I came over to your place and it was uh... oh you came up to the attic yeah we were up you, in the attic it and it was it was me you and someone else and you like we had me the... you and Zane or someone no uh, it wasn't maybe you... me you and there was a third person yeah, there I forget who it was but yeah <laughs> that's funny that's uh that's yeah. pretty funny it's at three okay. three a.m. I just found that and I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up because you still are doing good and you're Hopefully. in communications, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, I see you. I see you fucking, you're doing great, man. You're, uh, I see you out there in the field. You're, yeah. You're it, actually uh, doing work and making progress. So I was, I was trying to make some bigger moves and then, uh, I commend every sports, you, man. I every, commend you. Thank you. I was trying to make some bigger moves. Then, uh, all the sports got canceled immediately. So, so okay, it's on me, hold for a little bit for now, but all right, let me ask, uh, so, I mean, this doesn't have to be something that's been birthed out of quarantine or anything, but has there been any recent interests that you've discovered or hobbies or type of, yeah, interests or hobbies that you've discovered that uh, that really have your attention right now? 
really have my attention like hobby um or interests it could be interests or something you're studying or like re- researching or you know i don't like that fucking question i don't like that take that re- <laughs> i retract it that's like a sexist blanket well give me a quick answer i'm gonna ask something different i was gonna say like i i've been more interested in trying to just in this time like watching like youtube videos and just like different like film essays or like videos about like history and like i'm like oh I don't know. It's been more in my mind of like thinking like, damn, I want to do this. I want to like either get down my thoughts on paper and then make a video. Cause I'm like, I love watching video essays, like dissecting a film or TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so just sitting here, like watching them, it's kind of like, damn, I think, I think I could probably do that. And uh, trying to focus in on that. Like we mentioned earlier, trying to focus all the energy into one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's how you make progress. Mm-hmm. Okay, but okay, what can I ask you? This sweet, something sweet, something sweet, something. Sweet. This is personal. <laughs> this probably shouldn't be on a podcast, but you're not. Are you still a Drews? Oh no, I'm in Indiana. I'm uh, oh. I'm in my college town. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll keep I, that I, off. I may be. Like, this is like personal talk that I could just fucking talk to you inside I, about. I may be. No. I may be back at Drews this summer, uh, pending whatever's going on with quarantine. Yeah, so I may be there. I may be in Michigan doing an internship. Okay, so. here's what I'm gonna ask. Okay, this is a variation of what I asked almost. But what do you spend your most of your time doing? And be honest. And I'm not gonna be judgmental because I don't. I think that is whatever is cool. But what do you spend the most of your time doing? Honestly, uh, I spend a lot of time. It sounds bad saying it, but like consuming different types of media. And I think that's the truth for most people. I, I, I probably should. Yeah, and it's like whether that's I try to watch like I I do listen to like a lot of like comedy stuff and or like a comedy podcast is people just bullshitting or um, but a lot of times I do try watching movies or videos or listen to a podcast that's like somewhat informative. Uh, trying just yes, yeah. like, yeah, trying to learn something new or just like take something in, or even if I'm listening to a comedy podcast, I'm thinking like okay this is why like oh these guys are funny like this is you're basically i mean dude you're taking in inspiration and you're almost like studying in a way but you got to be kind of like clever or not Mm. clever but thoughtful of how you tailor what you consume you could create a you could create a twitter timeline that's like basically a tool a weapon something that's fruitful or you can have a Twitter timeline that's totally useless, mindless, fucking nonsense. You know what I mean? There's two ends of the spectrum. It's it's all in how you s- siphon out. It's all in how you distill what you uh, what you consume. You know? Yeah. So I I like to think that I try to get inspiration from stuff, but a lot of time it is just, <laughs> especially now, uh, just mostly just watching stuff. I I watched. Uh, Recently, one of the movies I watched was uh, American Graffiti, which oh, really? was George Lucas's That's... big film yeah. for Star Wars, and uh, I, it's 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 kind of cool to see like all the younger. It has a young, oh, what's the guy? He does uh, he does the narration for Arrested Development. Red haired dude, Ron Howard. Oh, Ron Howard. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's in it as Ronnie Howard, <laughs> and uh. 
Yeah, it's it was. It, I heard that that's really good. Actually, I was. It's, cur- it's a know. pretty good movie. Is it's it like, like Days of Confused almost type? Yeah, it's like the last. It was like the last night. It's the last night of summer before these two guys are supposed to leave for college, and it's set in the 1950s. Um, and what so do you give it? Like IMDb out of ten? Not ten. I'd give it probably like a seven or eight. It, it again. Seven I think, point. Five. Yeah, seven point five. Like I'd give it a higher up score, um, because it is it's good and like when you take in the context of its time, you may watch this and be like, oh, this is just like Days are confused or this is just like any. Which Days are confused kind of... is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, I didn't mean and, that. Uh, like, no, uh, like or, I didn't mean that as like a bad. I guess like in general terms, like a general audience may look at it and be like, oh, it's just like a teen comedy, I guess. But yeah, but for its time and like. Even then, even with just considering it's a teen comedy, it's still pretty good, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting. It's a lot of <laughs> it has Harrison Ford wearing a cowboy hat, driving around like a sportster, like a car, looking to race the one dude. And uh, but yeah, it's it was it was an interesting movie. It had a lot of like it it was weird. It kind of does one of those things where it's it's one night and it just kind of follows different characters. It jumps back and forth between different characters plots. And they kind of like in the beginning, they all were met up, they all spread out and then they all kind of come back together in different ways. Um, so like, but it, it's interesting. You know what I hate? You know, what, you know what fucking pisses me off when, 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 uh, okay. So like, for example, like you have American graffiti. Yeah. You watch yeah. a movie that's made in an older era that didn't have the tech or the, the tools. And people will automatically throw it out because they say, "Oh, the special effect, like, or something yeah. stupid, something trivial, like uh, the quality wasn't as good, or it's black and yeah. white, or it's yeah. blah blah blah." And not actually like, okay, it's easy to not focus on that. Yeah. And and I mean, does does it really fucking matter? It's a good movie. Like, mm-hmm. you're not seeing the movie for what it's supposed to be. Yeah. What it what it is, like fuck. It's like like like. You shouldn't be like not watching these older masterpieces yeah. because they're like they didn't have the technology we have because they're not fucking cape shit. They're not Marvel. Mm-hmm. They don't have fucking fifty billion dollar budgets. They're not they're everything yeah, is hugely insane. funded. And fucking stuff. eye dopamine is fucking pornography. <laughs> like, in, in, in any means to me, Marvel movies are pornography, mm-hmm. and, uh... and they should be banned along with pornography. <laughs> And you should be publicly executed if you want. <laughs> now, now we're getting into it. I'm, I'm almost done with my first class. <laughs> Stay off for too long. Uh, but yeah, I think, like again, a lot of old movies are really good. Um, I still think the 1930s version of, uh, what's it called? All Quiet on the Western Front. Still probably one I of I need them. to watch more of them, too, also. Yeah. Uh, I remember I watched that Wilder history. movies? Uh, I don't think so. What, what, what I watched his uh, The Apartment, and it's like 1950, probably 1952. Yeah. Fucking incredible, incredible. I mean, even the uh, like the the filming, the cinematography, mm-hmm. the everything of it. I mean, there's something about these actors back then too that seemed more sincere and honest. Yeah. I don't know. There's they like clicked a, better. And like too, a lot I of think. 50s movies is uh, they they like they take a lot of their inspiration straight from plays instead of still kind of like. That you know they went from making you know theater plays to on Broadway to movies, so they're kind of like similar on a lot of the ways they acted. 
but um yeah i don't know they like even some movies that aren't like i got recommended a movie uh by one of my professors and i i watched what it movie was that? it was um people will talk i think that's what it was called it's from like the 1950s and it wasn't anything like spectacular um it's not but it's like you kind of get a sense of what life was like back then just by watching this movie or like people will just, talk yeah and it's not like a, it's not like an amazing like hidden like cinematic masterpiece but it's still interesting to watch a movie it's like okay this is like an average movie nowadays but back in the 50s and you still see how they act and like it, you still i still got enjoyment out of it like the plot for it is weird as hell Dude. it's so it's like it, it just it's not like really out there but it's still kind of weird like uh the girl finds out she's pregnant but the father it was like she's not not married and the father was killed in like the korean war so like this like doctor who's also her professor like tells her that she's pregnant and she tries to kill herself and he saves her and then if they fall on like they there's this whole big like love plot and then at the very end of the movie the one dude that's been hanging out with like the teacher it like reveals his whole backstory which is like some other crazy like monologue he goes into that's like just an, like honestly that would have been the better movie <laughs> like the more interesting movie but uh yeah it's just kind of weird how those like things work and just you get you get an appreciation for well the beauty of art... films and the and the, and the true essence of them is that they teleport you to a different world mm-hmm. you mean you get you know catapulted and if you really focus and watch a movie you get you get into these worlds and it's some i mean there's unlimited i mean it's like what what's i think it was martin scorsese mm-hmm. but, but there was like a typical interview he said that you know movies to me aren't movies they're their life yeah like you literally are living different lives when you watch a movie mm-hmm. if you truly sit there and watch it properly and take it in i mean it, it fucking rolls dude like you <laughs> You know, like I'm gonna put on the Irishman here. I'm gonna yeah. be teleported to Jimmy Hoffa era. This crazy <laughs> shit going on. It's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. Except, even though I'm cooped up here and I could mm-hmm. be fucking moping around, like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna yeah. have this crazy experience with this great it, fucking movie by it, a great director. It's insane how you can like, how as humans we can look at images on a screen that move quick enough that it looks like motion, and we can feel something from it. You know, yeah, you can, like be trans. You know, a weird movie that I had like a like I really liked, but it didn't get that much like buzz. Was um, when did it come out? I think last year did. Uh, was Ad Astra? Have you heard about that? The Brad Pitt dude. I watched Ad Astra in in Seattle in a movie theater. I, I went and, and I, wa- fucking, I gave it five stars on Letterboxd. <laughs> That's good. That's honestly, I loved it. I think it was like. I, I, I thought it was s- fucking amazing, dude. I, I, it was so it was very a little bit mixed. I mean, it, I put in the review there. There is nothing more human, human, humanist yeah. that I've seen when when Brad Pitt finally gets back to Earth towards the end there, and the fucking door to his vessel whatever opens, and the camera just focuses in on the military dude's hand, like reaching mm-hmm. out to help him up, and he's just like wants to cry, like yeah, fucking human contact, like. A helping hand and that like it, was, it spotlighted that perfectly the whole essence of like 
the companionship mm-hmm. that we that we fucking are constantly yearning for. And that was like that's such a great movie because it was like the whole thing was him like, don't show any like, oh this is a guy that doesn't show any emotion. He's so good at keeping calm under pressure, and he has yeah, to take yeah. on this like huge task and uh i don't know him just like kind of embracing his humanity and like you said like yearning for connection with other people and uh i don't know i honestly in the whole like story with like him and him going to find his dad and how his dad kind of like the whole like father-son story there as well and yeah you have the space the space adventure where all this other crazy shit's happening but dude like i was in the theater and i was like I went to see it on um, in our local theater here, and I think there was like it was kind of funny at first. It was like me and just other like dudes by themselves watching the movie, and so we're all in different parts of the theater. It sounds, like, it sounds right. I'm like we're we're single together here, fellas. <laughs> we're here to watch Ad Astra yeah. about this like solo manager. But then a couple came in, you know, fucking ruined it. Some yeah. some asshole it's- just. Been- how dare you? <laughs> just get really how uh, dare turn up the incel vibes here, sack guy. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go grab an ice cube. All right. Is that all right? Yeah, it's, it's good. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Have, I mean, I don't want to ruin the stream. No, you're good. Think, think, entertain whoever the we'll, one. We'll take, the, yeah, there we'll, we'll are people a, that are watching. We'll take a moment. Think of, here some, to look some, at a, think of something good. Think of something good to ask me. It's top secret information. All right, you got your. You get Good. your ice cube. Okay. I got two, two I ice got, cubes. I got trolled by chat. Actually, they're the they're the crescent, mm-hmm. the crescent shape. My least favorite, my least favorite <laughs> ice shape, crescent. Oh fuck the ice chips. That's the worst. No, it's a crescent. It's crescent. It's like, yeah, it's not like an ice chip. Huh. See what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Half like, moon type. Like orange peels, orange slices. Yeah, I fucking hate this shape of ice. <laughs> I, ice, uh, ice shape is important, and it's 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 so important. It's the most important part of a drink. But um, I have closed the fucking cap. I didn't even pour it yet. But uh, like I don't know. There's you got crushed ice. You got the cubes. You got the big cubes. You got those fancy whiskey mm-hmm. ball things. You know. Well, I, didn't I like the cubes. I like straight up real ass ice cubes. Can't wait you know to I mean? can't wait to be like an old man and just get really into mixology and like make, just making drinks. But like, I don't want to actually. I don't think learn old men really wanna... get into mixology. They might get into like simple. I feel like they drink simpler like, drinks. Like simple but whiskey. Into like what they're what they're drinking. I mostly you know I mean? want to lie to my grandkids and like make it seem like I'm cooler than I am. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna have the crescent cubes and pour your whiskey in and. But mostly, I'm just getting drunk around my grandkids, and yeah, yeah. they're gonna find out that I'm an alcoholic yeah. later on. <laughs> Speak a lot, you know. Yeah, I feel like I haven't even ever seen you that that like pissed drunk. Uh, I've 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 been I've been known to get pissed drunk a little bit, a little Have bit you? here and there. I've I've had some drinks. You I've been known you to dastardly <laughs> some dastardly deeds. <laughs> yeah, you know we gotta. It happens, you know. You gotta live life a little bit, but um, oh, I know, I know how that works. <laughs> you're, you're fucking singing to the choir. So we've probably got time for one more, one more topic we can dive into. All right. All right. You, you got anything popping straight to your head you want to dive into, or 
I thought that was your job. That, that's, that's, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm open up to whatever. The, All right. Whatever you topic. want to talk. You want me to pick a topic? You can pick a we'll topic. We'll talk about a topic. Um. Okay. Uh, you believe in God? That's a good time. That's a good. I, I, that, that was... We've had enough depth. <laughs> I was gonna say like we we have actually been pretty in depth. We talked about the uh, the no the wheel of the world that runs off suffering. Yeah, um... no stoicism. <laughs> this gets fucked up. But uh, okay. Uh... What are you? What are your hopes? What are you, what are you since since we're shutting down here? Like, what are your hopes for the common future? What are your plans? What are your goals? Aspirations? Aspirations? You know what? Uh, when we were allowed to go to bars, uh, there was a, a dude who asked me, like, uh, "Hey, man, what's your five year plan? What's your ten year goals? What do you uh, think?" And I like that pissed me off. I have I, I like I'm totally <laughs> against this whole five year plan, this whole ten because. I I think that I believe in systems, the way mm-hmm. systems work, where you, you create habits. There's a great book called Atomic Habits. I've been re- referencing books a lot, but books are, you can't, you can't fucking praise them enough. But there's a great book called Atomic Habits, and it, it, it talks about it more. But I believe in systems like creating habits that stick with me that I'll keep improving on and I'll, I'll track myself. I'd rather track myself in the more immediate present than have this like five year benchmark. Yeah. Five year. Because in reality of things, there's so many events, so many events you can't predict. I mean, fooled by, I mean, it's so naive and so imbecile to, to have a, a plan that far out in terms of like, maybe not for a huge business, but for like an yeah. individual uh like you can't i don't there's there's events that happen that are totally like crazy like who would ever predicted a fucking this virus happened yeah i mean so i have implement i've been focusing more on implementing better habits that that kind of conditioned me to get to where i want to be you know so i would love to see seller take off you know, I mean, the ultimate goal would be seller being my number one source of income. You know, uh, I'd like to have a, a store, a store, seller store that people could come and hang out at and buy fucking my clothes. Uh, I would like to have financial freedom. I'd like to be able to wake up without an alarm clock. I'd like to be able to forget what day of the week it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be your own boss. I'd like to have a true sense of freedom where, I mean, it doesn't take money to get there, but it takes some sort of stability. It's, uh, I don't know. It's not that hard, I don't think, but it's, it's it takes work. Yeah. And I, I'm confident in a lot of my practices that I've been getting better at now. And, you know, even if you don't, it's still all right. I yeah. mean, fuck I like yeah. what I do. I like working. I'm lucky in my position and I get to travel a lot and I get, a, I'm pretty flexible. So, you know, either way, like I said, these systems that I have, I'll keep tracking progress that way instead of 
the whole five year. Yeah. You didn't even ask me that. I kind of went on a rant. <laughs> I was trying to think of a better way to say five year plan, but yeah, I fucking hate that dude. But um, <laughs> what's your yeah? What's your five year plan, Colto? Well, I I honestly was like, well, wow, I'm getting my shit together this this like past uh past couple months before this whole thing. I was like, damn, I'm getting my shit together. I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh. I got my internship all laid out. I was uh, doing shit with uh, college basketball. I had was going to do a job working for the Penn State baseball like home games. Uh, then, <laughs> then everything kind of is like up in the air now. But um, is there someone in the room there with you? No. Oh, I thought for some, for some reason fu- I keep is thinking. Fucking ghost no, no, no. I keep fucking talking. thinking that for some reason I keep thinking that you're like talking to someone at the. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm talking with my hands. You know, that's my. 25% Italian coming out, you know? You, you, I bet you're probably more Italian than I am. I, uh, what was it? My grand, my Cooper, grandpa. I guess, you know what? Cooper got the fucking 23 and me, so I would be the same as him, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I think he was like 30% Italian. We're, we're mostly, uh, Slovak, Slav. I'm mostly Slav. Yeah. Furco. Furco, people think it's an Italian name. Furco is yeah. a slab, slab I, name. I think going off of just like family history, my my grandfather, his dad was straight off the boat Italian, married Italian, so I had Italian kids. Uh, so that's at least twenty five percent. So you might be you got that five percent out of me, but you know we'll we'll wait for the further testing. <laughs> but uh, As, but I, you know I. I I'd rather be more Slav. <laughs> I'm fucking Italian racist. <laughs> so we need to bring back the Polish racism. That's the problem. I, the see the, I see a rise in racism towards Italian people, and it's I don't like it. I think we should raise it even higher. I think we. Need... <laughs> no one has been more oppressed in this world than the Irish. The Irish, actually, I take that. Not the Italians. And for good or fucking reason. The fucking Mick. <laughs> But uh, going back to the question, uh, I think uh, honestly right now it's just I don't know trying to trying to make something of myself, trying to just do the best I can to improve myself. But kind of like how you said, try to just do the best you can to fucking keep improving over time. Don't stagnate. Um, yeah, and you shouldn't like create like little tiny goals or little tiny and try steps. to be more definitely I mean, be more creative. That's what the step I'm taking here with like trying to get this podcast hopefully i can be more consistent with it and hope hopefully the goal is to do weekly um be fun to do weekly and have maybe someone new or someone recurring i'd be i'd love to have you on again if you ever need yeah if you ever need even as a side person a fucking uh jerry coco diaz (laughs) i don't smoke weed so (laughs) we'll find something else we'll find something else to do for you to take but uh, I think that's going to be good for this podcast. We've been doing like almost an hour and a half. Uh, oh, wow. So, Time flies, man. I've been having fun with you. I know. It's been good talking. I thought originally. Like I might, just... I might, as soon as this is over, I might start my own podcast to compete with you. Oh, fuck. But I mean, I, we, me and Jacob Brady have ours, but I almost want to hit him up and be like, let's do another fucking episode right now. I'm, all, I'm, I'm, always, I'm, down, I'm always down to collab. If you want to do a, a more consistent one. You and Jacob Brady and you third. I'm looking. I I love talking. Dude, we to you had guys. that whole fucking cave planet thing, and it was a beautiful concept. You guys had a cool one. Yeah, I, good I guess. But no, I think when we started. I both of us weren't necessarily to the point we should have been for talking. 
on this type of platform in this setting. It's, we were a little awkward. Yeah. We were a little, uh, you know, little maybe a little sense of nervousness mm-hmm. or like not speaking fluid. Yeah. Or not being confident in our delivery of the topics we want to talk about. Like already talking with you in this one, I feel a hundred times better. Yeah, the most recent cave planet. And, and that's the biggest thing. With, You're a good host. Yeah, that's the biggest thing I did with this. Like that was the my set out goal for this podcast was I don't expect this to blow up, but I just want no, to, no. I want a podcast where I can <laughs> even if no one were to just, see this, I'm happy I got to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, and it's like I want to be able to practice just talking and like learning how to like, you know run a podcast type of thing, and that way if like later on I do something else, I have this experience behind me. And be like, yeah, I did. Like, I'm used to talking to you. Like, I, I, yeah, I could talk for an hour and a half with somebody and have it sound decent. Um, yeah, we had no, not even one bit of like, pause, not even awkward pause or anything. Mm-hmm. It was, I need to learn how to quit fucking, uh, you know, chiming in, cutting people off. I cut people off too much, man. Yeah, it's again, and it just it's comes with time, to- like learning with people and how to, you know, communicate, but. Uh, here's what happens to me real quick. I'm sorry. I'm extending this, but <laughs> okay. So you're, you're talking through your part yeah. and it'll create an, a, a great thing in my great thing in my head that I want to keep in mind to respond mm-hmm. to you with like, wow, you, that was a great point you made. This is what it made me think about. Yeah. And in my head the whole time, instead of listening to you thoroughly, like I should be, I'm like, I don't want to forget this thing that he made me think about. So I'm going to keep replaying it mm-hmm. in my head. So as soon as he's done, I'm going to spit it out. And that's not the way to do it. Yeah, you <laughs> I haven't done that. I've done that a few times, but you know what I mean, though? Yeah, no, I, I think you've been pretty good. Pretty, pretty good about it. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Colton Brooks needs help. I actually, I, I, I think I got some help uh, today. It's been actually kind of helpful getting my shit together. Uh, I want to thank our guest here, Jake Furco. Check out Seller Services. What do you, it's it's just at Seller Services on everything. Yeah, at Seller Services. That's it. Underscore, got, just one word. It's got some dope, uh, dope shirts. I I always wear the fucking shirts around. Um, I always watch wear them on stream and shit. Uh, They're the truth. They're, we're the truth. I'm telling you. And yeah, you got do you do you have a website or just go yes. through the Instagram? Yeah, we have a website too. Uh, sellerservices.us. Uh, us definitely check it out i recommend it but uh thank you for tuning in and thank you for a great show